Welcome to the last weekly box office countdown. I'm Kevin Williams. With the mayors of Los Angeles and New York City ordering all movie theaters closed due to the coronavirus threat and other cities quickly following their lead, even in the middle of a global pandemic, as long as there's a top 10, we'll be starting from the bottom up. Will Smith and Martin Lawrence's action comedy, Bad Boys for Life, had a 64% drop in ticket sales, making just $1.09 million in its ninth weekend in theaters, bringing its domestic take to $204.3 million, making its global total $417.8 million. The Bad Boys socially distanced themselves from last week's 7 to number 10. Anya Taylor-Joy and John Flynn's period dramedy, Emma, lost over 71% of its audience in its second weekend, earning $1.3 million, bringing its domestic take over the $10 million mark. Emma has the good sense and sensibility to cough and sneeze into her elbow as she falls from last week's 6 to number 9. Harrison Ford's action-adventure, Call of the Wild, is getting 67% less calls this week, earning just $2.26 million, bringing its domestic take to $62.1 million for a global total of $107 million. That makes this $110 million production budget film about a dog a real dog for Disney. Wild buries last week's five in the yard and fetches this week's number eight. Ben Affleck's drama, The Way Back, had a 70% drop in ticket sales, making just $2.4 million in its second weekend for a 10-day U.S. total of $13.4 million. Affleck's Batman may have beaten Superman, but his steep drop from last week's three to number seven proves Ben's not even in Corona's Justice League. Ben Swartz, James Marsden, Tika Sumter, and Jim Carrey's live-action comedy, Sonic the Hedgehog, earned another $2.5 million in its fifth weekend at the box office, bringing its domestic total to $145 million, making it the biggest grossing video game movie ever. The CGI Hedgehog runs from last week's four to number six. In the action satire The Hunt, 12 strangers wake up in a clearing. They don't know where they are or how they got there. They don't know they've been chosen for a very specific purpose. The Hunt. Well, critics didn't hold their fire on this Fox News fever dream, giving it a certified rotten 54% tomato meter rating. But moviegoers were slightly less bloodthirsty, giving The Hunt a 65% audience score and a $5.7 million fifth place countdown debut. Elizabeth Moss's sci-fi thriller, The Invisible Man, had the smallest drop in ticket sales of the films in the top 10 this week, only losing 60% of its audience and making $6 million in its third weekend, pushing the $7 million film past the $64 million mark domestically. Hit movies with budgets that low are harder to find than toilet paper right now. The Visibility Challenge Guy falls from last week's 2 to number 4. In the sci-fi action drama Bloodshot, after he and his wife are murdered, Marine Ray Garrison, Vin Diesel, is resurrected by a team of scientists. Enhanced with nanotechnology, he becomes the superhuman biotech killing machine Bloodshot. As Ray first trains with his fellow super soldiers, he cannot recall anything from his former life. 
But when his memories flood back and he remembers the man who killed both him and his wife, he breaks out of the facility to get revenge, only to discover that there's more to the conspiracy than he thought. Something tells me Vin Diesel is furious about how fast movie critics certified Bloodshot Rotten with a devastating 30% tomato meter rating. Not even Nanotech can rebuild you after a rating that low. But apparently most moviegoers had the same blood type as Bloodshot because they gave their blood brother a 77% audience score and a $9.3 million third place countdown debut. The drama, I Still Believe, is based on the life story of Christian music star Jeremy Camp and his journey of love and loss that looks to prove there's always hope. Unless you're hoping to buy hand sanitizer. Most movie critics thought I Still Believe was unbelievably bad, giving it a certified rotten 43% tomato meter rating. But moviegoers didn't stop believing, giving Believe a 98% audience score and a $9.5 million second place countdown debut. And finally, Tom Holland and Chris Pratt's animated fantasy, Pixar's Onward, had an unimaginable 73% drop in ticket sales in its second weekend in theaters. And if you were wondering, the answer is yes, that's the biggest second week falloff in Pixar history. But let's face it, if this week's box office was a film, it would be a disaster movie. This weekend, all of the top 10 combined only made $50.35 million. That's the lowest 11th week gross for the top 10 movies since 1995. The happiest ending I can slap on this Toy Story is it only took $10.5 million for Nemo and Dory's Pixar to find itself at number 1. With movie theaters understandably closing, this may be the last box office countdown for a while. So if you've seen any of the movies in the top 10, this really is the week you should call in a review. You don't even have to use our patented last weekly rating system. Just use the Anchor app to tell us what you thought about any of the movies on this week's countdown. Definitely stay away from crowds, but don't social media distance yourself from us. Stay in touch with me and the rest of the Last Weekly crew on Instagram and Twitter. We're at Last Weekly on both. And if like most of us, you have a lot of time to kill right now, you can listen to more Last Weekly on your favorite podcast app and on WJMSRadio.com. And if you need a change of view, now you can watch us on YouTube. Remember to take care of yourself so we can take care of each other. I'm Kevin Williams. Thanks for listening to the Last Weekly Box Office Countdown.